Hey guys, welcome back to Off the Water. Seems like forever since our last show, but it was it was only two weeks ago. Since then, um, Tyler's gotten a shave. He's all clean cut for tonight's episode. Uh, we kind of dorked out and somehow ended up in the same t-shirts. That was not planned, completely accidental. Um, so uh, don't get no funny ideas out there. We live separate and we're happily married and, and, and apart. <laughs> so <laughs> we got a great show tonight with special guests, uh, Rad uh, Trash with CCA. John Williams with Pack and Paddle is going to be joining us a little bit. And we got Clayton Schilling on tonight, who's here to discuss uh, Kings of the Island tournament that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, lots of great things to talk about tonight. Fishing's really heating up, summer fishing's heating up, uh, especially down south and uh, in Grand Isle. I am your host, Darth Yacker, and as always, joining me tonight is Tyler Caldwell. Tyler, uh, how was your Memorial Day weekend, man? It was good. Uh, I didn't get to fish. You know, I took some. Uh took some time off and spent time with the family and it was a good weekend nice long break from work i noticed you uh you picked up some some more farm animals over the weekend i heard yeah unfortunately yeah well you live out on a farm i mean you know you're gonna you're gonna add to the family yeah yeah on uh on saturday we uh we saw this little little bitty kitten right next to the interstate and my wife was with me and we just couldn't pass it up so we picked it up and trying to find a home for it now I'm trying to get rid of it before my wife gets too attached. I think it's too late. I, I saw my wife and your wife were exchanging a Facebook post about Murphy this weekend already, so maybe a little too late. <laughs> They've already named it, so I think it's too late. <laughs> Once it's named, it's too late, man. <laughs> I actually got to uh, got to go fishing. I, I took my nephew, who's been dying to go. He's 13. Um, he's a big 13-year-old. You know, This guy, I put him in a Hobie. Uh, this is the second time in a kayak. I let him use my old Hobie, and he was zooming around, um, picked it up just like that. We went down to Grand Isle, stayed over at Ricky's, and uh, fished the marsh mm, Sunday Sunday afternoon. Uh, caught a couple of redfish. Uh, he went he went into this pond. He said, he yelled at me, hey, Uncle Sean, I'm going in this pond. I was like, all right, messing around with a little knot in my braid. Next thing I turn around, I don't see him, but he's in this pond right next to me, and I hear him, hey, Uncle Sean, I got one. So I run over there. And, there he is. You know, he's grinning from ear to ear. And I'm just telling him, you know, use the net, use the net, get him in. I mean, it was a keeper, 16 inches, uh, a little bit over. And um, we, we, we took the hook out and helped him out with that. He put it back in. He was pretty pumped about that. We did a little bit more. I was, I was kind of teaching him uh, fishing, you know, with a cork. We did a little uh, topwater fishing. We got to this one pond uh, where we had a huge red. He was right behind me. I'm throwing a topwater. The sun's going down the horizon. It was just a gorgeous evening you see the sun just like a big fireball sinking down uh in the marsh down in grand isle he's behind me and i'm throwing a top water and this red this huge red just smashes it and i hear him just hooting and hollering behind me just couldn't believe it you know seeing this redfish smash that top water it got off but you know it was it was worth hearing him the excitement his voice watching that so we had a good night we went and ate dinner that night and uh we went and fished um the next day we went behind the island and unfortunately, the water was was pretty dirty. It was a tough day. We did we did actually catch a few fish. He he caught um, caught some trout. He actually yeah, caught a flounder. Uh, you know, I'm so proud of my nephew. He actually caught a slam this week, and he had a redfish on Saturday. I mean, on Sunday, got a trout and a flounder on Monday. So a lot of people haven't even done that, and he did it uh, second trip fishing out in the kayak. Um, we caught a few trout. You know, again, the water was dirty. The fishing down there this weekend, though, from people I talked to, the, the fishing was real hot, uh, especially Saturday and Sunday. They were catching a lot of trout off the beaches. 
Elmer's Island. The reports that we're getting were um, live shrimp. I think one guy mentioned to me that he had a limit by seven o'clock fishing out of a, a boat on the island with live shrimp. A couple other guys I've talked to, uh, they had about 70 trout between four of them fishing with various plastic, corkies, uh, plastic. There was a big trout tournament down in Grand Isle this week, and I saw a lot of big trout coming in. So if you can catch the right day with the wind right and stay away from some of that uh, river water that, that's coming in, you know, the river's real high right now. You can, if you can catch a good day with that water being clean, I think you're going to do really well out there. Um, you know, certainly you don't even need a kayak to fish out there right now. You can go out, fish the beaches, do a little wade fishing. Um, a lot of flounder still being caught around the island. We caught, uh, we caught five, I think four or five this weekend. Uh, and we were only fishing for flounder for about an hour, just basically a little gulp, uh, curly tail gulp on a, um, eight ounce jig head bouncing along the bank real, real easy. There's just a bunch of flounder being caught. I think one of our uh, members, uh, Dan Robdell was out there. He caught uh, five or six flounder. And it's like they said, if Dan could do it, you know, anybody can do it. So, you know, <laughs> just kidding, Dan, but good job, man. Those are some nice flounder you caught out there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I know it's hard catching flounder sometimes this year. They just seem to be real, real plentiful. So uh, if, you, if you're looking to get out there, you want to catch some trout, catch some flounder, pick you a nice day. It's going to be a lot of fun out there. Closer in, there's a lot of redfish being caught down Highway 23. Uh, I know Scott Myers was, was fishing down there. Um, Chuck Miller was down there. Uh, Captain Eric Mahobrak was, was down there. He was down in Highway 23 catching some, some redfish, probably the Port Sulphur area. Uh, down and also in Delacro. Uh, Reggio, those areas are holding some redfish. They're finding some clean water out there. Tyler, I was amazed. You know, one of the comments I heard on Facebook was, how can there be clean water with the river being so high? And I've seen some pictures coming in from um, from Snake Doctor, from Scott Myers, just some beautiful, beautiful water with these redfish coming in. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, my, my one, I had a buddy that went yesterday um, on Memorial Day by himself out to Delacro and uh, he, he had a limit of reds within two and a half hours and he, he was within a mile of the launch. So, yeah, so there's, there's, there's all kind of fishing out there right now. It, it's getting warm. So you definitely want to get up there early, bring some water, bring some Gatorade, make sure you stay hydrated, wear a hat. Um, one of the things my nephew refused to put a hat on the whole time by 11 o'clock, he said, man, that, that sun really wears you out. I said, well, if you put a hat on, it's going to help, you know, it's going to shade your head a little bit, but you know, get a you little that sun. You know, don't get too far from the launch, if you, especially if you're not accustomed to that heat yet. Let yourself, you know, get accustomed a few trips. So anyway, uh, look, we got Rad on with, with CCA. Uh, Rad, I hear congratulations is in order. You've got a, uh, a new baby in the house, right? I do. It's, it's not a farm animal. It's a child. <laughs> and uh, so I, I think he's 18, 19 days old at this point. So uh, I am down in Leeville looking forward, to a, <laughs> to, looking forward to a good night's sleep. And so that, that was my question. You've got a, a newborn at home, 19 days old, and you're already out fishing. My wife is a saint. Yeah, she's got to uh, be. But she, uh, she married me uh, and, and knew what she was getting into. So uh, she is a saint, and uh, I, I will probably pay dearly for it. But, you know, when duty, <laughs> when duty calls and the folks from Bayou Wild say, let's go film a show, you say yes. Absolutely. So you're down in Leeville right now. Um, you're staying at a camp down there? I am. We're at the Lodge of Leeville, which I will tell all the, all the listeners, if you haven't stayed here, it is a heck of a place. Incredibly nice. Uh, they have, I think, six or eight units, all three bedroom, two bath. Um, really nice facility, beautiful setting. Is that right down at the end of the road by the public launch? 
Yes, it's it's in the Marshmasters RV park lot. But uh, our, the, if you see, if you come out, let's say from the public launch and you see this huge, beautiful new balcony, that's it. Uh, we're right under the bridge. Yeah, I think, Tyler, I think that's about where we that, were at. That sounds we like, I know, kind of just looking at the background there, it kind of looks similar to the one we stayed in. And, and you're right. It, it was really nice. Big living room area, a lot of room. Um, so uh, who you got Who you got staying down there with you tonight, Rad? I know we were talking earlier. We've got uh, Martha Spencer, Don Dubuque, Captain Chad Billiot. All sitting at the table, being patient with me, um, but uh, we're we're excited about what tomorrow is going to bring. So y'all going to go out um, in in some boats and do uh, some inshore fishing? I think trout, redfish, things. Yeah, of that we'll nature. be trout and redfishing with Captain Chad Billiot and his new Gator tracks. Uh, checking the wind, we're probably going to run to Timbalier or somewhere like that. Uh, if the wind doesn't cooperate, I guess we'll be catching redfish close to home. Absolutely, I can't wait to hear that report. I know. Uh, one of the one of our officers just he he went out to uh, the chandeliers this weekend um, and did pretty good with the trout some some nice trout nothing nothing huge but he said he saw uh, I think he had a limit of I don't know what it was eighteen to twenty inches Tyler I think is what Scott yeah. uh, what Chuck said yeah so that's gonna be nice well look we got you on um, you're with CCA so for some of our viewers out there who don't know what CCA is can you tell us a little bit about it about the organization. Sure. Well, the Coastal Conservation Association is uh, was founded in Houston uh, about 40 years ago. And since then, we each state has developed chapters. We, our state office, uh, sorry for the distraction, Cap- Captain and Chef Kevin Diaz just walked in the room, too. Um, but we um, e- each state has its own chapter and each state is tries to help manage the fishery as well as rebuild habitat. So we do everything from trying to watch the stock assessments, which has been a hot topic for trout lately, um, to building artificial reefs and floating island projects along the coast uh, to make sure we continue to have habitat uh, and and retain the sportsman's paradise. The, The interesting about how CCA is set up, since we each have state chapters, everything that our office does and raises money for uh, stays in the state. So we don't ship it off. Uh, it doesn't go out of country or even out of state. Uh, your membership dues for CCA pay for your Tide magazine, our national publication. And then after that, everything stays here and goes right back into the water. Great. And, you know, I could sit there and we could do a whole show about CCA and the things it's doing. And I certainly love to have you back on to talk a little bit more about that because I'm really interested in the reef projects that y'all are doing, um, the conservation efforts involved, uh, you know, and uh, Todd Lewis with our club, he's been, you know, one of the founding members of the club. We talk a lot about the the stages of sportsmen, you know, when you're getting out and you, you want to go out and you want to limit out and keep all the fish you catch. And then later on, when you get older, you start releasing a lot more, maybe keeping one or two instead of having to keep that five. Just the kind of mentality when you get older and you start maturing a little bit. Um, as a fisherman, anyway, you know, certainly. Well, you know, I, I think you do. And as we all know, Todd is getting older, uh, <laughs> much, much older. But no, he's a great, a great friend and a, and a great volunteer, especially for Ride the Bull and other things that we do. But uh, but it's true. It, it, as you get older, your priorities change. And sometimes you don't feel like cleaning fish. But also, it, I think it's it's a cultural thing. And, you know, a, a lot of people in Florida and Texas are starting to do even more in the conservation world. And it's it's kind of interesting how you see it trickle over. And quite frankly, I see a lot more of that in the kayak community that, you know, it's much more about the the, the chase than, than bringing it to the dock. So uh, it's been kind of fun to watch. It is, especially in this day and age of selfies, you know, you can document your catch right there 
and then release it down with people doing a lot of videos, uh, taking pictures of the fish, you know, with the GoPros. Um, you know, some of the guys we have on Brock Miller, he likes to get in the water with the fish, take the picture and then release it safely out there. Uh, so, you know, it, and even us, I think with our, with our tournaments, what we've been doing, because it's so hard to keep fish alive in a kayak. I mean, it's, you know, you can do it in a boat really, really difficult in a kayak. Uh, we've actually started lowering our limits to where, you know, you, you're not going to weigh in five redfish at a redfish tournament. It may only be two now because we want to kind of decrease that pressure, especially if we're having it in, in one particular area. And we're always looking at ways to make it better, you know, CPR tournaments and, and stuff like that. We've talked about many, many things like that. I'd love to have you back on at another time. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about the star tournament, but I'd really like to see what y'all's position is and, and what y'all are doing about. I know right now the big topic seems to be the trout limit. You know, it's 25. It's a huge limit. Um, you know, is it something that you move down to 20 to 15, change the size limits, things of that nature. And certainly we'll have a lot of viewers, you know, wanting to comment on that. But, uh, big thing is right now we are in the first week of the star tournament. It's a huge tournament. And, uh, we were talking about before the show started, I, I registered a few days ago. Tell me about the tournament. How, how did it get started? So it, this is the 25th year of competition. When we started, uh, there was a couple prizes, but it is organized to be a membership drive. That's it. Basically, everything we take in from the Star Tournament turns around in prizes to attract more. The, the board of CCA had started with this viewpoint and has carried it on for 25 years and said, look, if we don't get people to be members, we're not going to be able to properly educate them on what's going on uh, around the coast. And then, quite frankly, not be educated about what needs to happen on the coast. So Star is only a membership drive. Uh, and so it's grown over the years. And, and every time we see a need or, or a niche to, to attract a larger audience, we try to add a division or change a rule or play with it just to, once again, to attract the masses. You know, over the last few years, we usually get between, you know, 12 and 13,000 anglers. Uh, you know, I would really love to see it in the 25,000, but wow. uh, right now with 12 or 13, we're happy and it's, it makes up for a, a really well-educated pool. <laughs> hey, Captain Chad, Billy, how are you doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hello, Captain Chad. Podcast. How you doing tonight? <laughs> They're talking to you now. What? <laughs> how, you, how you doing tonight, Captain Chad? How you doing? Good, good, good. You've been, you've been on the fish lately? Yep, steadily. Absolutely. Some trout or trout or redfish? Yeah, I just got dodge kayaks when I leave the leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Remind all your boys to make sure they have a good tall orange flag sticking up. Yeah, you know, we just we were just talking about that yesterday. They had a, a kayaker unfortunately killed down and I think it was in uh, Arkansas. Boat ran him over and uh killed him and, and left the scene. So yeah. kind of tragic, but um you know, it's something we're working on. Always, always looking at trying to make ourselves more visible. Yeah, you know, we we actually talked about that on our our, our Facebook Live uh, session last week. Was you know warning people to have flagging it and something high to you know just because kayakers blend in and uh, you know. and the marsh just they so low in the marsh. The only issue here we, we travel so much shallow grass around. But there and just don't see. but let me speak for the rest of them. Go ahead, slow down. <laughs> Thank slow you. Down. <laughs> All right, you so know, what were we talking about? <laughs> I see these boats run over. I see these boats running out, and they're running all over the fish. I'm like, damn, you don't have to go that far. The fish are right here, but go, 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 you know. <laughs> uh, so, so, look, the Star, so the Star Tournament, um, 
we've got different divisions. I think you're right. You've got uh, you've got a boat and a kayak division, or you can fish both. Or how's that work? We we do. So if you look at our website, ccastar.com, you'll see over 25 divisions. Obviously, our signature division is the tag redfish, um, but we do have largest trout divisions, largest sheepshead, flounder, you name it, uh, as well as offshore species. But we also have a special trout division for kayak fishermen. It's split in the state in four divisions, west, southwest, southeast, and east. And the beauty of the kayak division for trout is if you catch a, a big trout, one, you're only competing against fellow kayak anglers, but you also have the option to put it in any of the other divisions. So if, if let's say we used you as an example earlier, if you catch that seven pound trout, um, you need to hedge your bet. Do you want to win a Hobie compass, which is obviously a great prize one in each one of those divisions or take the chance and win a 21 foot nautic star. And, uh, you know, I got two kayaks already. So, you know, both Hobies, <laughs> I know what to do with that one. So, you know, you, you got to take your pick, but, uh, you, you have to pick the division that you put it in, but yes, we have a kayak trout division. Um, but once again, y'all are eligible for everything else as well. So the only thing, the only division specifically for kayaks is the trout division. Correct. Okay. Correct. So and then it, everything else kind of goes into the, into the main division. Exactly. All right. Now the, uh, the tournament starts, uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? So it started this past Friday. It started on Saturday. Yeah. I started on Saturday. Okay. Started on Saturday and it runs through, is it Labor Day? Labor Day. So okay. it'll, it'll shut down at 5 PM on Labor Day. Um, and you know, so there's plenty of chances to win, you know, you've got 101 days and a whole lot of prizes for, up for grabs. And so the, the big one, obviously, is the, is the tag redfish. If you get lucky enough, you, you catch a redfish, it's going to have a tag in it. And uh, I, I know that someone actually caught one this weekend. Correct. So the, was it the first day of the tournament? The, the first day of the tournament, uh, Nicholas Vardo uh, caught one over in uh, Lake uh, outside of Hopedale, Delacroix area. Uh, and you know, if all, all checks out, which I think it will, uh, he'll win a brand new Chevy Silverado. Wow. So, uh, after the Silverado, so Silverado is basically spoken for. So, uh, what's left for the rest of us? If we catch a tag right. So the, the second one is a 35 foot Kodiak travel trailer, uh, Ooh. given to us by Bent's RV. Then Three, four, and five will be 21-foot Nautic Stars with 150 Mercury outboards on it. And then six through 10 are Gator Tail boat motor and trailer packages. Jeez. So I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, and I'll tell you what, this was, I I felt bad because this thought was running through my head. When we were, I was fishing with my nephew and we were in the marsh and, you know, I'd catch a redfish and I'd hook him up. I was, you know, telling my nephew, come on over, let me hand the rod to him. So, you know, let him reel it in. And I'm thinking to myself, what if, what if that's a tag redfish? You know, what if I'm giving up a boat or a, or a thing? <laughs> so the thought so, running through my head is, should you hand off the rod? No, <laughs> the short answer is no. <laughs> you know, but the chance of it being a tag redfish, slim to none. You know, I now, know I'm going to get a smile out of them, but oh. But now look, one couple points you also need to know about tag redfish division. One, the tags are red. So a lot of y'all see yellow tags. That's the tagging program that we also run through the office. But the tags you're looking for a star are are red and they say 2019 CCA star. 
uh, with my phone number. So just that, to catch, that, to catch a 2018 tag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it happens, but uh, it, yeah, it is I mean, uh, an incredibly bittersweet moment. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I want, want to tell you is in the example you used, look, you know, kids are eligible for it too. We have youth divisions, but you also, those youth entrants, I don't mind giving them a Chevy or a brand new Nordic store either. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They would be ecstatic. So we, we know we've got the, the big prizes for the tag redfish, uh, the prizes, what, what type of prizes do you have for like the trout, the, the big trout, and maybe some of the other big fish? Uh, you don't you don't have to give us all of them, but a good rundown of what you guys offer. So for the big trout, um, regardless of whether you caught it in a kayak or not, what the general trout division, it's split into four four zones again, just like the kayak division. The overall winner, uh, the heaviest trout, wins a 21 uh, foot nautic star with a 150 mercury. Hmm. Uh, the next, the next winners in each division will win a 19 foot nautic star, the 90 on the back. Uh, and then the second and third places respectively will win a $5,000 tackle package and a $2,500 tackle package. So, you know, we're going to give 12, well, 12 prizes away in just the trout division alone, all being pr- pretty nice prizes. So, okay, great. I mean, those, those are fantastic prizes. Where, where's the tackle package from? Any particular, is it a provider or a store? Or how's it, that? it is made up of our sponsors uh, of what they can give us. Uh, what happened was we used to give cash away to that, um, but the IRS changed their regulations this year and will not allow us to give cash away. They turned it in. That will turn it into a gaming event. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but that is what my national CFO says. And uh, we're going to let somebody else fight that battle uh, in, in court, not us. But uh, so it's going to be, you know, Costa sunglasses, Ooh. you know, Shimano tackle, uh, ice chest, you name it, uh, all kind of stuff from our sponsors, uh, a, a lot of stuff. And it'll probably be a lot more valuable than, than what's posted on the, on the price. But, uh, that's what we could come up with. So we've got uh tag redfish. We've got big trout. What other, uh, inshore categories are there? Um, so you have, uh, sheep's head, which is split East and West, um, flounder, uh, is there. Then we have a ladies division, in uh for trout now that can also be interesting let's say she catches it from a kayak so then she has a choice of ladies division kayak or regular trout um and so that rounds out the 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 inshore and then offshore you have mangrove uh red snapper cobia and dolphin are you are you eligible if you say you go offshore fishing with a guide and you catch a big fish? Is that still eligible for the tournament? Absolutely, inshore or offshore. We encourage you. You know, chances are if you're if <laughs> uh, the peanut gallery. Um, but uh, you know, Martha runs a boat down in Venice. If any of y'all are curious, if want to catch a go go catch a big snapper. Uh, but she, uh, you know, we were just talking I, about book. We're, we're talking about booking a trip right now. We were at some of the offices. We're talking about what is it? Southern catch outfitters.com, right? There you go. It's John Cole and Martha. Uh, they'll put you on the fish. Absolutely. So, uh, I, look, I'm just a wealth of knowledge, or at least I have a lot, a lot of wisdom over here. Um, but we encourage you, look, if you're going to, if you want to win star, especially in one of the heaviest divisions, <laughs> book a guide. Your chances are going to go up. You just saw Chad Billy. I, I guarantee you he's more consistent catching big trout of anybody in Leeville or Grand Isle, uh, especially more than somebody like me that only fishes on the weekends. 
<laughs> so uh, we've gone over the categories and everything. Now, when when they catch the fish, uh, they've got to be weighed somewhere. Are there um, is there a central weigh-in location, or are they kind of spread out over the state? Are there certified weigh-in locations? We we make it about as easy as possible. I've got thirty weigh stations scattered across the coast. Uh, everything from Hackberry Fishing Camp, obviously in Hackberry, Louisiana, all the way over to Wrigley's uh, in Slidell and, and 30 in between. So, you know, uh, you were talking about Leeville and Grand Isle. Just here alone, you've got uh, Gail's Bait Shop in Leeville, uh, uh, Fouchon, uh, Port Fouchon Marina, uh, the back marina in Fouchon, and then Bridgeside and Sandock. So chances are no matter where you're fishing, there's one nearby. You can check it out all at ccastar.com. Okay, great. Is that the same for the tag redfish? You need to bring one of those into the weigh stations? Yes, you need to go. If you catch a tag redfish, immediately go to a weigh station. Now, um, they're going to immediately call me. Um, a lot of people skip the step of the marina and call me first, and I still send them to the marina. Uh, we want to verify it. Uh, make sure that it's the fish that we did tag and the current tag and, and everything is, is proper. Plus, we it's a good way to trap you so we can take good pictures and send out a good press release later. Make sure you caught it where you said you caught it. it you know, look, those redfish don't go that far. So, you know, if, if I, I put it, you know, in, in Leeville and it's in West Timbalier, mm, so, something's fishy. Yeah. Now, listen, is someone allowed to go to, say, like Calcasieu, catch a big trout over there and bring it to another region to weigh it in? Or do you have to weigh it in, in the area where you caught it? You can weigh it in wherever you want, but it is based upon where it was caught. Okay. So if you, let's say you leave big lake and you don't feel like going by either one of those marinas since they're lower on the lake, uh, you could drive in and, and weigh it at Gulfway sporting goods in Abbeville or wherever, uh, one of the weigh stations. That's not a problem. But when you enter it, on your waveform, you're going to put it's still in the West Division. Okay. What uh, are the four divisions you've got? And you said you got four divisions for trout. What are those four divisions, kind of geographically speaking? So, it, you know, if you read the rules, it'll be very, very specific about it. But what I'll, I'll give you the just. So yeah. on the West side, you've got Big Lake and Sabine. Southwest is Sippermore Point, uh, Rockefeller, Grand Chenier. Uh, southeast is Cocodree to Grand Isle. And then east is basically uh, Plaquemines Parish and, and then up through St. Bernard and Lake Pontchartrain. Hmm. Okay. And uh, the, 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 kayak, the kayak division, is that just biggest trout overall? It's so, not split up into four categories? So the, the kayak division mirrors the irregular trout division. So we will give away four Hobie compasses, one in, in oh, each wow. division. Okay. So you and, can literally, you know, go out and go to Hopedale and catch a three or four pound trout and still have a shot, even though they may be catching six pound trout down on Calcasieu or something. Absolutely. And and look, I know especially most of y'all travel a good bit mm -hmm. um, and follow to the different tournaments. So there's nothing wrong with you going to Leeville one day, weighing the fish at Gales in the Southeast Division, and then heading down to Burris the next weekend and catching one there and putting one in the East Division. Um, so you can hedge your bet and, and get across the board if you want. That's great. That's great. Tyler, do we got any, uh, any questions from any of our viewers out there tonight? Uh, I hadn't seen any yet. Um, is, is there some sort of incentive of, uh, being, uh, uh having a subscription to the Louisiana sportsman as well? Yeah. Uh, great point. Like Tyler. Because so, somebody, we did have one guy that asked if the guy that caught us caught the first tag redfish, what did he have his subscription? 
No, he did not have his subscription to Louisiana Sportsman Magazine. Um, so that carries over. So if you're a Louisiana Sportsman Magazine subscriber and catch a tagged redfish that is eligible for the star, meaning you are registered and everything checks out properly, they'll give you $10,000 on top of the prize that, that I'm going to give you. So uh, it, that will carry over to the next one, and they will until, until one of them's a magazine subscriber. I got to renew my subscription. I think I just got my renewal form. So, something worth mentioning is uh, we, we have had a, a, a club member win the uh, the truck a few years ago, right? Jonathan Kraft. I don't remember what year that was. but Yeah, so, you know, actually down here, Jonathan caught one, uh, and he caught it in Grand Isle at the rocks behind Wildlife and Fisheries, I believe. And then uh, another Sorry, gentleman Craig. caught one in Leeville uh, out of a kayak. Three years ago, two years ago? Casting for kids, I think. He was fishing. That's correct. Exactly right, Clayton. That Torregrosso, David? Yeah, David Torregrosso. That's it. Uh, there was uh, Jonathan, that, that fish that he caught was caught like the weekend before, wasn't it? And the lady wasn't in the, yeah. in the star. She returned it. She released it. And he went out, I think, and caught it. It's the story I heard. Yeah, that is, that is true. He... Uh, I caught tell you how hungry that little fish was. <laughs> I, I, I caught it on Thursday before the tournament, put him in. Uh, a lady from New Roads, her last name is Jewel, uh, caught it, released it uh, on that Saturday. And then I want to say on Sunday, Jonathan caught. So, I mean, it was it was a bang, bang, bang deal. And uh, he went home with a truck. That's fantastic. You know, I mean, it just goes to show you, you don't need a big fancy boat to get out there and, and catch these, you know, these redfish or these trout, especially, you know, it's great that you guys have a nice division, you know, anybody walking away with a brand new 21 foot boat or any of the great prize that you have, that's, that's going to be a, just a great prize to have. It, it kind of gives you something to work for. Even if you're not fishing a particular tournament, you just never know. It's like, you know, kind of going to the casino and maybe pulling that, that, uh, that jackpot slot and, and hitting something big out there, you know? Well, look, you know, the, especially for the tag redfish division, it's all luck. And we, we're we taking those fish and putting them in places where people go. You know, let's use those two guys. Uh, Terragosa caught it, I want to say, like 100 yards from the Leeville boat launch. Uh, and Jonathan caught it at the rocks behind Grand Isle uh, Wildlife and Fisheries. I mean, it's they're they're right there. They're very accessible. Uh, and that's across the state if, if we can. Obviously, you know, kayak fishing Venice, it will be a little bit of a challenge. But, uh, you know, going down river. But but around here in Leeville, Grand Isle, uh, even in, in uh, St. Bernard Parish, there's some very easy spots uh, that I can guarantee you there's more tag redfish from around. So so what you're saying is there's no redfish released in the wagon wheel? Uh, I cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny. How many how many redfish, how many tag redfish do y'all do you guys release? A hundred. A hundred. And it's uh basically the first ten that are caught or win the prizes, correct? Correct. Okay. That's not bad odds. You know, we certainly um, well, and look, and I will tell you, uh, you know, if you look at, at years past, usually we have four or five winners, but we usually have I, I want to say the average is nine, nine and a half caught a year, so ten percent. So it shows you they're they're in the places that people are fishing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Brad, look, man, I don't want to take any more time. I know y'all have a good party going on over there. Uh, I'd love to hear a report about that. I'm going to let you guys get back, have some fun. Y'all got an early morning tomorrow. Tell uh, Don we said hello. And, uh, and and Martha, I'm going to check out her webpage on that fishing trip. And, uh, Captain Chad, we'll, we'll be looking at, you know, you got any big trout coming in tomorrow? Let us know. 
you know, we may be looking for a, a big trout trip to go out there uh, for the star tournament. And um, Brad, congratulations on that baby. We, we'd really like to have you back, talk a little bit more about CCA when we have a little bit more time with you and maybe you're not so busy. Love to. Just let me know when and uh, be happy to visit with y'all. Thank you for all your support. And also don't forget to fish ride the bull on uh, August 24th and 25th. Absolutely not. We're going to have you uh, have you on again before that to talk a little bit more about Ride the Bull. Sounds great. Thank you all Thanks for having me. All right, Tyler, I think we uh, that was that was a great interview. I enjoyed hearing that. Learned, learned a lot about the Star Tournament. Um, I fished a couple of times uh, this year, though. I, I really wanted to try to go out there and, and, and do a little bit more fishing with it, you know, try to catch those trout. And certainly the redfish would be great catching tagged redfish and uh, – Win a new boat or gator tracks, uh, you know, some nice, nice prizes. We've got uh, John on yet? Yes, I am. Hey, John, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Hey, thanks for, thanks for, uh, for joining us. Everybody, this is John Williams with the, uh, the Pack and Paddle in Lafayette, Louisiana. John, you were the owner, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I think this is the first time I've actually got to talk to you face to face. I've always come by there and I usually run into Scott or somebody else over at the, at the store. I'm sure yeah. you've been busy. Sure. Um, well, tell you a little bit about myself. Um, well, as for, I grew up in the business, 58, just turned 58 years old. So I'm getting up there, but, um, grew up in the business, uh, pack and paddle started when I was, 13 years old. So, uh, it was a family business. So I grew up working in it, uh, had four brothers and sisters. We, we were sort of the forced labor of pack and paddle for the first 10, 15 years of, uh, of, of the business. And, um, it's been a business that long. Are you you're going yeah. on so almost 19, 50 years? Absolutely. To this is our 45th year. Wow. I, I, you know, to be honest, I thought this was something 15, maybe around 10, 15 years, something like that. But that's incredible. No, uh, not not at all. Um, yeah, for, it's 45 years. We started in 1974. Uh, we're, uh, we started uh, in a little building on the river. And uh, in 1974 and 1976, uh, we built a building where we are right now. And uh, my grandfather... My brothers and I tore down barns for the wood that's on the inside of the shop, and my grandfather did the whole inside of the shop. And, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of history. And, you know, you can tell that's one of the things I love about going in into the store. When you go in, you can tell it was not something mass manufactured. This was home built. You know, it was made with love. Every time I walk in, I get the feeling like I'm in a lodge in Colorado. You know, it's just got like a ski lodge or something. It's just got that real kind of homey feel to it. Um, almost sometimes seems a little out of place here in Louisiana because I really feel like there should be snow on the ground when, when I'm over there, you know, it's just a, yeah. it's a great place. You've got a lot of great people working there. Oh, uh, absolutely. There. The, um, the, they have so much knowledge about the, the kayaks and the fishing and the gear and all that stuff. Oh, um, that's uh, that's for sure. We would be nowhere without the people that we have, Scott, Eli, you know, uh, some of the people we've had in the past, Mark, and, you know, a lot of the people that I know all y'all know that from the Bay Coast have been coming over for a while. But, um, yeah, it's uh, the key to any business is people, and and, uh, and for sure our, our people make us what we are. Now, when y'all first opened up, um, 
certainly y'all, y'all weren't selling Hobies, uh, I guess, right? I mean, they no, were- I don't think, uh, you know, we do have a little bit of a history with Hobie, though. I don't know. Uh, we were not selling Hobie in those days, but we did sell Hobie sailboats in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, sailing got really popular and we sold catamarans for, I, I think about, um, mm, I don't know, six, eight, 10 years maybe. Um, and we sold windsurfers as well, but uh, the kayaks came along a little later. So that's, that's, a, that's a relatively recent, more recent uh, innovation. Yeah. So in, uh, certainly I want to talk a little bit more about your kayaks in a minute, but just a general overview of pack and paddle, the type of, um, you know, sports and activities uh, they cater to uh, over there. What, what, what type of things do y'all do over there? Sure. We, we do, uh, you know, kayaking is predominantly our, by far our biggest category. Uh, it's over half the business. And um, uh, beyond that, we do a lot of camping gear. Uh, we do uh, footwear, clothing, uh, and all the accessories that go with hiking, camping, paddling and kayak fishing. We also, I'm not sure everyone knows, but we were, we're a pretty good tackle shop for conventional tackle, rods, reels, lures, all that. And uh, we have been working, actually been selling fly tackle for quite a while, but the last year and a half, two years, we've been really working on building a fully complete fly shop. And that's, uh, that's gotten quite a bit more uh, intact now as we've gone on. I've seen that. Do y'all have an area there where people can actually go over there to learn how to tie flies or to make their own flies there? I know you've got like a little workshop, it seems right there. We do. We do. We've been, uh, we've actually been teaching the fly tying lessons for uh, maybe six months or a year. We've added that on. Uh, but recently we redid the fly area. And one of the things we wanted to have was a, uh, a bench that we could keep the vices that we use for our classes out all the time. That way, when people come by, if they're if they're asking about a certain fly, Tom or one of the guys that ties can grab a hook and they can actually tie tie a fly up right there on the spot. And uh, yeah, we keep that out all the time. Yeah, and so that's that's the other good thing about pack and paddle. It's it's not just a place that sells you know the equipment. Y'all offer classes and other events and everything that we'll talk a little bit more about. But I know um, going over there, the, the tackle part of your store, you've got uh, you saw a lot of um, tackle from Louisiana vendors, you know, obviously, uh, you know, people in Louisiana that make the baits that they find are really effective, uh, for fishing this area. So you've got a nice selection. I know y'all sell, uh, douche rods, I think over there as well. Reels, uh, just a really good selection of, um, kayaking accessories. You know, uh, I, I was over there recently talking to Scott and I was, I had the new Hobie out back and I was looking for some, um, some rod holders on it. You know, and he gave me some really good suggestions about some to run on the track, some to put in the back for trolling. So you've just yeah. got all kinds of stuff there. And yeah. the great thing is that your employees, they don't just sell it, but they use it. So they yeah. can really help you figure out, do I really need to spend $60 on this or will this one do? Because a lot of us, you know, a lot of people are on budgets when they're fishing and you can't spend $60 on a rod holder, you know, yeah. and especially not when a $10 one is going to work just as well. Do you need two $60 rod holders? So they use the equipment and they know uh, what works and what doesn't. So it, it's, it's really good uh, to have those type of employees over there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we do focus a lot on the uh, accessories, the, the things that you can accessorize the kayak with and, uh, and get the kayak set up well for what, what you want to do. Because, you know, the, the way that everybody fishes is different. The last 
maybe three years, I've been focusing my fishing quite a bit on, on fly. When you set a kayak up to go fly fishing, completely different from setting a, a kayak up to go out to Sidmore Point and troll for trout or go throw top waters at Point of Sham for redfish. So uh, depending on, you know, depending on what the person's doing, it's important to know how to kind of equip that, that kayak so that it becomes a good tool for the person to use uh, to, to do what they love to do. Absolutely. And John, you know, I, I'm, I hate to get off a little subject there, but I noticed in the background there, you have a, uh, a nice selection of red wines. Absolutely. Y'all should just come over and host a, sh- host a show over here. I, I'm drinking. Um, I'm, I'm actually drinking La Crema tonight. So I don't, I don't know what you have going on over there. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I haven't had that one in a while. Actually, I have to admit that my wife is much more uh, up to date on the models of wine that we drink. But um, this is the most recent one, and uh, it's got a cool label. It says, "The perfect time to start never arrives." <laughs> so, you know, we we are we're somewhat label buyers on wine, but we do we do have a few that we like that we'll repeat. But uh, but yeah. Well, they always make fun of me because they drink wine. Now I can go back and say, look, man, you know this guy's been in the business all his life. He's a wine drinker, you know. So, Tyler, you know, just take a little lesson here from John. So, John, yeah. tell us the, the type of kayaks that y'all sell over there. I know certainly y'all sell Hobies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the Compass, the Outback, the Pro Angler. Have y'all got any of the new passports in yet? Yeah, we do. The the, the passport is in. Okay. Uh, I actually got on the water this past Saturday at the demo, and uh, that's a sweet little boat. It's um it's a way, way more solid than I thought it was going to be. If you haven't felt it, you know, it's made with the blow-molded uh, technique, not rotomolded. And a lot of blow-molded boats that I've seen are really spongy. This boat's super, super solid. And uh, it's, it's wider than I thought. It's easy to stand in. And uh, it's, a, it's a very, very nice little boat. It's a good price point, too. I mean, especially for, for a Hobie, for a pedal-driven kayak. What, what are they running um, new right now? They run they run twelve ninety nine. I mean, you, you can't beat that. I mean, that's, that's probably going to be... That's right in line with almost any other pedal-driven kayak out there. And the quality you're getting with a Hobie is, you know, can't be beat. And you have to remember, anytime you buy a Hobie, you're getting uh, not only the quality that Hobie has, but they're, they've had many, many years of innovation. They have their pedal drives dialed in. You know they're going to work right. And you have Hobie's warranty behind you, which, you know, I just, you can't, you can't beat the service that Hobie provides to, to the whole kayak community. Absolutely. So aside from the Hobie line, what, what other type of uh, kayaks do y'all carry over there? Uh, well, fishing wise, uh, we carry Bonafide, which mm-hmm. is a popular uh, paddle craft type fishing craft. We carry New Canoe. Uh, we carry two models from them, the uh, Flint and the uh, Frontier. Uh, we carry the Solo Skiff, which you're probably familiar with. Oh, which yeah, with a little engine and yeah, but that's a little motorcraft that you can drive around and pull it and sight fish off of it. Um, and uh, we carry. Um, do I carry the natives? We do carry native. We carry. Uh, we're carrying the native ultimate, which actually is one of our most popular boats. That uh, the uh, native ultimate twelve, the twelve FX, and the fourteen point five tandem. All three of those boats are super popular. 
I think especially in our area and probably your area as well, because of the, you know, people are so used to looking at uh, the form of a pirogue. When they look at a native ultimate, they're like, oh, that's a plastic pirogue. Yeah. So they immediately identify with it. So, yeah, native is a, a popular brand for us as well. Tyler's our, our local native guy. Uh, Tyler, what, what type of native do you have? Uh, I have a, a Titan, a Slayer Propel 13, a Ultimate FX 13. <laughs> So you got all three, huh? Yeah, I pedaled the I pedaled a Propel thirteen for about five years. Uh, that's a nice boat. I've not tried the I've I've used the Titan out of demo, but not I've never fished it. Yeah, I know Tyler Tyler loves his uh, his uh, his natives, and certainly I know he's had a lot of success with them and and really enjoys fishing out of them. Do y'all the other, the other native the other big brand I should mention because I'm having a brain for is Jackson. That's that's a huge. Oh, yeah. uh, very important brand for us, especially on the pedal side, uh, because they, they about a year and a half ago, they came out with the new pedal drive that kicks up into the bottom. So it's good for shallow water. Now that's, um, I think uh, one of our members, Chuck Baham, uses a Jackson. I think he was telling us about the new drive they're coming out with, uh, with, with that particular car. He tells me he's going to do like eight miles an hour. I don't, I don't know. Oh, there, oh, he's probably he's talking okay. about the, the e-drive. I think he's it's talking, Oh, he's talking about the e-drive? Okay. Yeah, there's an electric drive that's coming for that boat. Oh, it's and an electric drive. Electric drive. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's talking about they're bringing a new – they've changed the propeller. Okay. Recently. And uh, maybe he's talking about the new propeller. I'm not sure. I think that's what he was talking about, yeah. 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 So, yeah, maybe he'll be up to eight miles an hour. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it belongs it, – it's partly the engine. Not just the uh, not just the tires, right? Right. As the engine gets older, it runs a little slower. I find. You know what's another boat that's been interesting, and we've sold a few. Uh, is that Blue Sky? Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I haven't. I got it's to that, de- I got to demo one the one over that y'all had at yeah, Beer and Gear. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's uh, it's a pontoon. It's got two hulls that are connected with a, a plastic floor. Oh yeah, really, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen it. Looking boat. Yeah, it's something like forty-eight inches wide. It's kind of boat. It's it's for the guy that or their intention is not to fall out like Josh in. Thompson. That'd be perfect for Josh Tyler. <laughs> it would. <laughs> they, they think there's a guy out there that looks at a kayak and says, "I don't want to sit down in a kayak. I want to be able to walk onto the boat, walk around, turn around, and sit in a bass chair." Basically. Yeah. And so that's that's the concept, and uh, we we've we've seen a little bit of traction with that. So, absolutely. Have you heard anything about any um, uh, you know, something we've been talking about are like the the electronic motors that they're coming out with for some of the kayaks. I know Torquedo, you hear, is a big one out there that some of the guys use. Um, my only problem with that is, you know, just jumping in, it seems like wow, two thousand dollars or so for a motor for a kayak. Yeah, you, know, you thinking about anything coming out that's a little bit cheaper? Because sometimes when you're out scouting and you're running around for a tournament, you, you don't want your legs, you know, run down. Especially when we get older, in your 40s and 50s, it's going to wear on you. You know, especially when you're planning on fishing for two full days uh, and you're running 12, 13 miles in a day. Have you heard anything like that coming out? I haven't heard a lot. There's, uh, you know, there's kind of two. Well, there's kind of three areas. There's the DIY end of it, where where guys just rig up their own trolling motors, right? Uh, there's the companies like Bassiacs who make aftermarket, they take Minkotas or whatever, and they 
cobble them together and make uh, kits to go on certain models that are popular, which are actually really good. Uh, and they're less expensive than uh, the Torquedo, but uh, you know, um, and then um, there's things like the Torquedo and the new Jackson drive that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, the Jackson drives actually be interesting because I think they're going to shoot for around $600. However, really? However, it does not come with a battery, so you have to add that in. And uh, batteries do add a lot of costs if you want a lightweight uh, lithium battery. Tyler, that's where uh, Dakota comes in, right? Yeah, Dakota, Dakota Lithium, one of our, our sponsors. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. getting, a good, getting a good battery with that is, is, is a good way to go. So, you know, one of the things I love that, that, that you guys do when I've um, – I went fishing in uh, certainly Lake Charles when you start getting over there, area, big lake in Calcasieu and all that. I know nothing about it, but uh, I've been out there fishing twice in some of the Lafayette club tournaments. And I note on your website, they have actually some like tutorials about launching and fishing in certain areas mm -hmm. that are in, you know, Lafayette and Lake Charles type areas. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a great little thing. If you're not familiar with an area and you, you want to, to fish on that side of the state, you can go on the Pack and Paddle website and on their drop-down menu. I know you've got some some videos where they kind of zoom in on the map, tell you yeah. where to launch at, and some some great yeah. uh, things like that. But you guys also do something different, y'all. Y'all do um, like some guide service, right, with kayaks for people that are just getting into kayak fishing. Yeah, we we call them group trips. To be honest with you, we we don't uh, portend to be the same as hiring a professional guide. Right. Uh, we have guys that are on our team and that work for us that are very experienced and uh but we're not doing like one-on-one -on -one, hey throw your bait right there what we're doing is saying hey we're going to go sign up for this trip in this area and we're going to meet down there we're going to take you out we're going to make sure you're on the right type of lure we're going to point out the types of dual education and it's it's uh it's a, a great learning experience. If you're just getting into the sport, it can, it can definitely accelerate uh, your learning of how to, how to saltwater fish a little bit and get over the hump on some of the things that are tough when you're just starting out. And, you know, you hear that a lot. I, you know, sometimes we get on the, on the forum, uh, people coming on, they expressing frustration. I've been out three times. I haven't caught any fish, you know, uh, what am I doing wrong? And I know it can be frustrating because you don't know where to launch. You don't know where to go. Uh, it's, it's completely different, you know, w w when you're getting out there and you're first learning, what do you have to buy a kayak from pack and paddle in order to participate in that trip? Oh no, absolutely not. We do. Uh, we have our own fleet of kayaks that we use for our trips. So and, uh, what does it run actually, for? One of, one of the things, one of the trips that we do is called Hobie first cast, which is part of one of the things that Hobie encourages us to do is to, uh, have, a, have a type of trip for people's first trip. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that includes bringing the kayak for them. So no, they don't have to own a kayak. So what, uh, what does a trip normally run for somebody, uh, you know, who's interested and may want to do that with you guys? Okay. So the point of Shen trip that we do is $119 where we mark, we bring the boat down. We have someone to go with you. Like I said, they're quote unquote guide, but sort of like a group leader. Mm -hmm. And there's three clients with one guide and, uh, we'll do, we'll launch from there. And we also have a different type of trip where we'll actually get on Eddie's mothership. I don't know if you've done that before. I haven't yet. It's on my, my bucket list though. Yeah. To do. So we'll do the mothership thing. And I think it, uh, I'd have to check the price, but it's one at one sixty nine, one eighty nine, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, it just, you know, gets you into an area that's a little less pressured. 
And um, so if you, you know, those are, those are the two ways that we do the trips. And so, you know, this is great for someone who's not sure if this is something they want to do. They can, you know, instead of going out and dropping three grand on a brand new kayak, they could spend $120. You guys provide the kayak, take them out, kind of show them, let them get a feel for everything without them wondering which lever do I pull? Why are my pedals not going right? You know, you kind of help them out on the trip and kind of bringing them along and see if this is something they want to do. And I think if they go, I know if they go on a kayak and they catch some redfish, they're going to be hooked. They're going to be hooked. It's, yeah. it's a great, it's a great incentive for you guys to get out there and, and get these guys hooked on it. Cause you know, yeah. it lead to more sales. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And, and it's, a, and I remember, I think I started kayak fishing in 2006 mm-hmm. and I can remember being confused about everything. And like you said, the guy that said, uh, Oh, I fished three times, never got a bite. I can remember the first, I got to where I could catch fish and then it rolled around and it was winter. And I had six trips in a row where I didn't get a bite. <laughs> could not figure out why I could not catch a fish. Uh, didn't really realize you have to fish completely different during the winter than you do during the summer. So, you know, there's so much stuff that you as a club member and you as an experienced tournament fisherman know that people getting in the sport just have no, no clue about. It, it, it's true. You know, I get, you know, once you, you start making friends and learning from people and you coming back in, you, you know, you're throwing a popping cork in December and wondering why you're not getting trout. And then you look to the lefty and the guy's just bringing them in one after another. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? It's like, well, you're using a popping cork. <laughs> it doesn't work all year long, uh, especially for trout. So you guys also do these great events. I know Tyler, you were there recently um, at the, I don't know, we, uh, we covered it. Tyler had some pictures, the beer and gear event uh, a couple months ago. Is that right? Yeah, that's one of my favorite events every year. That's uh, it's really neat. I know we talked a little bit about it, but uh, John's gets a lot of the the reps in from from uh, the various vendors that he deals with in a store, and they come in from all over and uh, show off new products and bring beers in from the different areas they come from. And and uh, I always I tell people this all the time. I wish there was a pack and paddle uh, east because they all y'all always have cool things going on at, at night during the week. Seminars y'all do the um, fly fishing film festival. It's just always always something going on and. Uh, I always wish that I could make them, and it's just too far of a drive for me, unfortunately, to do stuff like during, that during the week. But they always have neat stuff going on. I'm sure John can talk a little more about it. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, that, that, yeah. I mean, honestly, for Becky and I, one of the biggest reasons we are in the business is uh, to get people excited about getting outdoors and to enjoy sort of being part of the outdoor community in Lafayette and you know, it's a high touch business. It's certainly not an easy way to do it. Um, it takes a ton of effort. We actually have an event coordinator that puts together, uh, the details on a whole lot of this stuff and, uh, along with me. And, but it's, it, we put a ton, ton, ton of effort into this and it's, um, uh, I don't know if there could ever be another pack and paddle the way we're running it. We'd have to do it a little different, I think. It ain't so. Say it ain't so, John. I've been hoping for something over here, a little bit closer to me out in this way. You know, there's a lot of kayakers out here. Hopedale, Delacro, Reggio, Highway 23. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, good thing Becky's not in this room, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd all be in major trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, franchise it out, though. But, you know, the events make it fun to be in the business. And, you know, we, Becky and I are, uh, we do a lot of different stuff. I fish a lot. When I'm in Lafayette, my main thing is kayak fishing, but uh, we also do a lot of long distance hiking. We do um, 
a lot of paddle trips and all, you know, we're very active in the outdoors and, and we like to share that with people. And, um, it's really the reason that it's, it's the reason pack and paddle started and it's the reason that we like to keep doing it. You know, that's, I, you know, and so this business was started with your grandfather and your father. No, no, no. Actually, uh, the way this started was my mother, your mother. Yeah. So, uh, when, yeah, when I was little, she had a girl scout troop. And uh, my dad was an outdoors fanatic. He he was a bass fisherman, like one of these guys that would go in the basin all night. He'd take it. He'd take me and my brothers out there so much we hated fishing almost. But uh, you know, we get chewed up by bugs or frozen or you know all the things you do when you're growing up and going fishing with your dad. But um, also, he liked to canoe and do other kinds of outdoor things. And we started uh, doing these trips on the Buffalo River in Arkansas. Are you familiar with that? No, I've been to um, a couple places in Arkansas when I was a kid, Lake Greeson, I think about an hour outside of uh, Hot Springs, you know, we used to go to as a kid a couple of times. There's this amazing national river in northern Arkansas called the Buffalo River. It's 110 miles of uh, totally protected waterway that's uh, a linear national park for 110 miles. And um, we would, uh, since... I was in first grade every year, our family would go to the Buffalo river and we would float down in canoes and we'd fish for, they have a lot of smallmouth bass and brim and largemouth bass as well. And, uh, we'd float the river every year and it was like a family tradition for like almost 50 years. And, um, and so back to the story about how this started, my mom had a girl scout troop. So she started bringing the girls, the girl scout troop on the Buffalo river and other trips. And they decided they needed some grumman canoes. Back then, kayaks were sort of non-existent. It was like Olympic whitewater. That was pretty much it. There wasn't yeah, the racing kayaks. kayaks yeah, put on top. So you know there wasn't any of that out there. So uh, you know they they wanted to get these grumman canoes. So they to get a dealership, they needed to buy twelve of them. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, she went around, talked to all her friends, talked to a bunch of her friends into buying canoes, and the rest went to the, the Girl Scout troop. And then once they got those, they were like, well, maybe we should start selling these. And and so it sort of took off from there. What a lucky man your father was. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fantastic. So one of the other things that you guys do, I know y'all do the beer and gear Um I forget the name of the, the event, but isn't it something where somebody can bring in their kayak and they can sell it and they'll get a credit towards uh, some, some stock or uh, kayaks and stock that you guys, what is that? Uh, okay. That is uh, that's called our outdoor gear garage sale. Yes. Yes. It happens uh, twice a year. It happens in February and it happens in September. And what the way it works is you can bring in your stuff. Uh, it can be fishing gear. It can be clothing, you know, whatever, uh, kayaks and, uh, we'll help you figure out what price to put on it. And we'll take it from, we'll take it in. We'll put it in the back. The day of the garage sale, we put it all out and, uh, it's all tagged with your name on it. And then people come and as they check out, we ring it up and we keep track of how, how much of your stuff gets sold. And then you can take, we'll give you a hundred percent store credit toward whatever you want to buy. Wow. That's fantastic. You can bring in old kayaks, Yep. Things like that. You maybe you're looking to upgrade to get a newer Hobie. You mm-hmm. can sell your old one. And if you're looking to get, you know, some kayak, you know, maybe you can't afford a new one, but you're looking for a nice use. When you come up there, kind of view the inventory, pick up something at a really good price. For sure. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys do um, 
you know, Bayou Coast, we're so fortunate because we've got uh, the Backpacker Baton Rouge and we've got Pack and Paddle as, as our club sponsors. And certainly the club would not be where it's at now without, you know, great sponsors like you guys. And we really appreciate everything y'all done. Um, certainly having the kayaks are there, having the, the, the people there to, to help everybody kind of get involved in the sport. Uh, you know, I, talking to the officers, we always want to give a big, big thank you, you know, to you um, for, for everything you do for the club and for donating. And I know this year, Pack and Paddle is uh, sponsoring our Angler of the Year series, which they did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's basically going to be uh, five prizes for the top five anglers who finish with the most points at the end of the year. So we have um, our championship series where we have a championship term at the end of the year, but also our angler of the year to kind of recognize those anglers who, you know, anybody can have a bad day fishing, you know, on one particular day, or maybe it's not the best location for you, which is the championship changes every year, but it does reward these anglers. So we have a cash prize for first place and some great, great equipment uh, and gear that you guys have donated. I know I was talking to Aaron earlier and you had actually, um, Send him a list of everything y'all are donating this year for Angler of the Year. Uh, just do you have that list handy, or? Uh, yeah, I can look it up real quick. Okay, you you just saying that so you don't say something wrong here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look right here! It's a brand new Hobie Outback, right? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I got it right here. Um, Tell us a little bit about the the, the stuff that that you're giving for the anglers. I know this is going to be for the top five, and it's going to be divided up, but um, I know there's some great, great items on here. Yeah, there are. Uh, let me look at this real quick. Let me make sure I'm on the right line. Okay, so what we got is, all right, we have, a, first of all, we have a $400 Sims uh, shopping spree. One of our main vendors that we carry here as far as clothing is uh, Sims Fishing. And uh, guys have really locked into Sims, uh, uh, especially over here on this side, and I think over even over on you guys' side. So uh, whoever, one of the prizes is going to be that $400 uh, Sims shopping spree. They, they um, sell like rain gear and everything, right? I mean, I think they yeah. have some really good rain gear. Awesome uh, rain shirts. Gear. Yeah, everything. So I know that. I think, who won that last year? Was that? Uh, on, I think. On, on yeah, where? Yeah, I remember seeing a picture of him decked out in, in the new gear. In the Sims there. gear, yeah. I know he really enjoyed that. Okay, we got a, um, some of this may change slightly when we get okay. a little closer then, but I'll give you, uh, we have a, a Mojo Yak Rod uh, from St. Croix. Okay. Uh, Steve Lassard helped design that rod, and uh, it's been really popular. It's got that short, little bit shorter the butt. Sh- so when right. You sit in the kayaks, a little bit easier to deal with with life jacket. I remember him talking about that uh, recently. Yeah. Yep. So we got one of those. Uh, we have a Yak Attack lithium battery. You know, those really small lithium batteries are about that big and you can run your fish finder on it all day long. Is that the, in the, in the like the black casing? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I got one of those. I actually bought it from you guys. I think Skeet showed it to me, and uh, that's what I run my uh, fish finder on right now. Yep. Uh, Yak Tag Busy Pole. Got a couple of Yak Tag rod holders. We have uh, so a few things that Hobie's helping us with the, the all cargo cooler. We have that. We have an inflatable Hobie PFD and uh, a sea tug cart that Hobie's helping us to get. So uh, that that's the current list. Some of the small stuff may change slightly. Yeah, not availability, but it'll be that gives you a pretty good idea. 
Yeah, I think it's like over fifteen hundred dollars uh, exactly. worth of merchandise and stuff that that's going out. Mm-hmm. You know, and really, uh, it, it's it's you know, it's basically if you're a member and you fish these tournaments, you know, you're eligible to to, to place in the, in the Anglers of the Year. And in addition to the cash for first place, they've got some great prizes coming out. I know last year everybody was real happy with uh, with the prizes that came out. And I know y'all do a lot for the uh, for the Lafayette Club as well. I know y'all do a lot of prizes over there. Um, you know, y'all do actually the uh, the weigh-in. I think I know they have at least one weigh-in at Pack and Paddle. I think that's the uh, the Speck and Redfish Speck Cup. And Redfish Cup. Yeah, I did that one last year, and um, fortunate enough to take second place. But it was a long day because we, we we were out in Grand Isle and Basons and Lafayette, and then all the way back home to Metairie. Oh but uh, cool. you had a good turnout out there. It was nice. Yeah, that's a good that's a good tournament. I've I've always enjoyed that one. Yeah. So look, we're not going to keep you. I know it's been late, but um, we we really want to uh, to thank you again for uh for your sponsorship of the club and for everything you do for the kayaking community love to have you on again you know if you guys ever put on any events want to come on the show talk about any events you know beer and gear the uh the gear exchange event you know you guys got any sales you want to come on feel free to give me or tyler a call or let scott know sure um we'll get you guys on here uh and i just wanted to mention uh one thing and uh just from uh observing the club and and just wanting to show some appreciation back. And that is that uh, it's very, very uh, nice and helpful and, and really necessary. And I can see that the club really does support local businesses and, you know, we compete with the backpacker and that's okay, but it's awesome that y'all, that y'all support them and that y'all support us because, you know, clubs, local businesses and clubs go together tight. And and uh, and I can see the amount that y'all support local business, and and that makes a big difference. And we we appreciate y'all back for all the effort. And uh, I'm never I'm it, it amazes me all the time how committed uh, like tonight you guys out here putting on the show, but uh, the amount of volunteers that you have to, at, to put on these big tournaments, and just the uh, I don't know the amount of commitment that you have with with the people in the club to put the things on that y'all put on is just completely amazing. So y'all are doing a great job and we appreciate it. Well, you know, it, it, it's like you, we do it cause we love it. You know, uh, right. now you get paid to do it. We don't, but we still love it and we wouldn't have it any other way. We always encourage people to, to, you know, I know it's, it's easy to go online and to buy stuff, but I always feel it's very, very important to go to your local businesses, you know, I'll go to, you know, Backpacker when I'm passing through Lafayette. I'm in Lafayette a lot these days. I'll go stop at Pack and Pack. I like to spread the love around a little bit, you know. So yeah. uh, I'm over there and, you know, uh, uh, I think it was uh, Scott was showing me, oh, uh, what's this, the fire? Is it the Firefly T-shirt? Oh, man. I bought two of those and I'm going back to get more. I love I wear them. I wear those shirts out, to be honest with you. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, anyway, I appreciate it though, and I appreciate y'all having me on. It's uh, absolutely it's, it's, uh, a good thing that y'all are doing. One one quick question: uh, your store location? Where is it at in Lafayette? Okay, we're on we're on the Baton Rouge side of Lafayette, so we're on we're at six. Sorry, six hundred one East Pinhook Road. Okay, and, uh, we're we're right off uh, I forty nine going south from I ten. And what days of the week are y'all open? We're open every day. We're uh, on Sunday. We're only open from noon to five, but we're open every day. One thing I, I think y'all also sell, and that's unique to you guys. Y'all sell kayak trailers. Is that right? 
Yeah, we do. We sell two trailers, uh, two lines now. We, we've we sold Triton for a long time, which is a very, very nice high-end all-aluminum trailer. And uh, we just added Magic Tilt, which uh, is still a nice trailer, but not quite as uh, heavy on the price, a little bit lighter price. Oh, good deal. As I know, a lot of people are always going on. They're looking for you know a trailer to buy for kayaks. I know, Tyler, you had to run way out to the boondocks to get yours. So you certainly got a nice trailer. But I know it was a haul for you. I forget where you went, Tennessee or something like that, to get it. Oh, yeah, those Tennessee trailers are nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But th- those are – those. in fact, I think that company started by a Louisiana guy. Huh. But um, – but that's a that's a very nice trailer, but uh, yeah, yep, we do we do trailers for sure. Well, look, John, thanks again for coming on tonight. We look forward to seeing you soon, and if you can certainly ever make it out to any of our events, we'd love to have you out there. I'm definitely going to try. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, John. Good, Good, night. Night. Good night. Thank you. Appreciate you, John. All right, guys. Uh, up next, uh, it's, it's it's a great night. We got a, we got a, we got a lot of great guests on tonight. We got Clayton Schilling on. Clayton, sorry sorry to get you last, man, but. You know what? I'm not fishing in the morning. So <laughs> <laughs> I do have to go to work in the morning. Though. I know, I know. We're we're gonna go through. We're gonna. <laughs> you've got a great tournament coming up called Kings of the Isle, right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, it, it tell us uh, tell us a little bit about the tournament. How you came up with the idea? When it All is? Right, so what's, what's going on? Yeah. So, um, you know, every every time we get to this time of the year, um, the tournaments slow down and. Uh, you know, some of the fishing heats up, you know, late May, early June and through June. Uh, that's some of the best trout fishing down in the Grand Isle area. And so I thought, well, you know, it'd be great to host a tournament during that time and kind of fill that that void. So, I mean, that was the idea behind it. And then the way that I went about setting up this tournament as far as the format uh, was a tournament that I would like to fish. You know, I, I love fishing a team event. I like the uh, the strategizing with a partner and everything, and I love slam uh, slam style tournaments. I just really think that that uh, format stretches the anglers, and uh, you know you get the cream of the crop who compete in those, and and to do well in a slam event is really you know it's an accomplishment. So that's what I wanted to do was create something that I you know would want to fish, and unfortunately I won't get to fish this one. But uh, well, I'm not going to fish it. Uh, you know, I'll Why be not? Busy. Well, well, I'll be busy uh, hosting. I, you know, I just feel like, you know, for me to uh, make sure that everything runs smooth and everything. I'm, I'm, you got to fish it. No, you can't. You <laughs> I'm can't not going to fish it. What, what if I did well? Assistant tournament director for the club. You know, I put on tournaments that I, that I love and places that I want to fish. There is no way I'm going to go through all that effort and not fish the tournament. You, yeah, you really I, have just, to fish it. I just, I just don't want to. I don't want to do that. So. You, you saw me and Tyler signed up, and you're backing out now. I know yeah, what's okay. going. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was, Sean. <laughs> Shit, I'm backing out now. <laughs> no, but I mean, so that's kind of the thinking behind it. Is I wanted to feel that uh, that time there where there's not really a whole lot going on, but the fishing is great, and uh, you know, school's out, and uh, people got a little more time on their hands, and. And uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, I know there's vacations and stuff that's happening, but, uh, you know, just trying to put together something that'll be fun and and, yeah. uh, and really have a good payout. Now, of course, that payout's based on, you know, how many people we get registered, but uh, I'm hoping to build it. And, and if it does well, you know, next year we'll see what we can do. So it's a slam tournament. It's going to be a redfish, uh, flounder, and uh, fl- uh, speckle trout, right? Correct. And it's got to be a yeah. slot red? Yeah, slot red. Uh, cannot be 27 inches, you know, 16 to under 27 inches, just like most of, uh, you know, the club, different club tournaments. 
and uh yeah and and uh you know legal trout uh flounder i'd have to go back and look at the rules but i'm pretty sure it's 11 inch flounder gotta be uh and you're only looking for three fish between the two anglers so three fish total both anglers have to be at the weigh-in i've had quite a few people messaging me asking if uh you know if my partner can't make it can i can i fish it on my own and and i really want it to be a team event and i want both anglers to participate and and be there at the weigh-in now um with the uh the team tournament we had we had a double trouble tournament um this year the did the anglers have to stick together or can they split up no so the anglers can divide and conquer so you have the whole island of grand isle to fish you can launch anywhere that is publicly accessible so once you cross the bridge anything uh you know on the grand isle side is fair game now you can launch at Bridgeside and paddle to Elmer's. That's not a problem as long as you're launching off of the island. So that's, so that's you can thing. launch at Bridgeside, cross over, wheel your kayak over it, and then fish the marsh on the other side. If you, yeah, if you, absolutely. As okay. long as you launch from Grand Isle, you gotta launch from Grand Isle. Okay, yeah, Grand Isle means the island. island. That's okay. correct. Cross yeah. the bridge. Okay, great. Right. And um, I guess the number of places paid out depending on the number of people that enter. Right. That's correct. Okay. What's the entry fee for this? Entry fee is $50 an angler. So a hundred dollars per team. Um, you know, and if we hit the hundred team mark first place pay four grand. So, mm, okay. uh, nice payout. yeah, nice payout. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, and when you are registering, just keep in mind that only one team member has to register. It'll be a hundred dollar fee. You know, when you, when you sign up and you'll put both anglers names down, then, you just pay your buddy back or however you want to handle that. But what's the date of the tournament? The date is June 15th. That's uh, the Saturday before Father's Day, which okay. is three weekends from now. And as far as um, uh, bait that you can use, can you use live bait and artificial is just artificial only? Yeah, no, no live bait. This is artificial only. Uh, you know, scented stuff is fine, gulp, that kind of thing. Just no dead bait. Um, no Sorry, Mark. Bait. <laughs> <laughs> three fish three fish stringer beats a two fish stringer three fish stringer beats a two fish stringer that is correct eric stacy's asking if uh he's already signed up can he change his partner if his partner <laughs> can't make it or if his, his partner, partner hasn't yeah yeah he just needs or to, if uh, his partner hasn't maybe. been performing he didn't say <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's not a problem he can message me uh eric just get with me and uh and shoot me the name of y- your new partner, and we can get that set up. Not yeah, we're actually we're already booked up over at uh, uh, what are we staying at, Sand Tyler? Sandollar. Yeah, we're staying down at Sandollar that weekend. I think we got four of us uh, staying over there for the tournament. Me, Tyler, Eric, and uh, well, it was Jason. I don't I don't know what's going on with that now. If uh, I think um, Eric's a little concerned because Jason's fishing with Menace. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, what other uh, questions I had about it? Well, I mean, you said Sand Dollar. So for those who don't know, Sand Dollar is where the weigh-in location will be. They have an outdoor pavilion right there Yes. by the, uh, by the launch. And that's where the weigh-in will happen. Um, what are the launch times? Launch and the launch time, you can, um, you can head out at 5 a.m., you know, actually start to begin to paddle out. Lines in will be at 5.30 Okay. Um the weigh-in time will be weigh-in will start at 2 p.m. and end at 3 p.m. So it must be in line by 3 p.m. You know, typical to what what most of our tournaments here locally 
you know, run. And uh, you can have your kayak staged, you know, in the immediate area, just cannot venture out, you know. So if, if there's, you know, 15 people launching that sand dollar that morning, uh, you know, you can you can launch right there in the in the vicinity of the boat launch. And then, uh, you know, once the uh, 5 a.m. hits, you can begin to go forth and prosper. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little prediction for this tournament uh, just based on what I'm hearing. All right. I don't think we're going to have any problem with the flounder. I really think the issue is going to be with the redfish. Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, it's been a lot of – I've been seeing a lot of posts of flounder coming in. Yeah, I caught and four this weekend. Trout. Yeah, yeah, I mean, trout fishing has been great. Uh, a good slot red, yeah, that might be the biggest uh, challenge. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. I mean, it's getting this time of year, yeah. you know, yeah. um, redfish yeah. are kind of – they were, now they were everywhere a couple of weeks ago, but it's starting to start to warm up. Things are changing a little bit. So it's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how guys approach this because really, I mean, this is the first uh, tournament that I know of that has been in this, this time period. I mean, mm -hmm. you got ride the bull later in the summer, uh, but that's a whole different thing. I mean, well, yeah. So, I mean, Lafayette club does slamboree in July, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but that's, you've got a little bit, you get a much bigger area to fish too. Right. You right. know, you've got all of Leeville and, and Grand Isle and in that area, so you've got a, a lot more room. So, right. you know, we're we're really looking forward to it. I'm glad you're putting it on. Hopefully, we'll have a good turnout. Um, I'm excited. Uh, you know, was really hoping you could be fishing in. You know, it's not too late to change your mind. You get out there, you just come in yeah. a little early. Yeah, I just you know, I would hate to make you know, you don't want to you don't want a place in your own tournament, and and anything could happen. And I don't, you know, I don't man, think you'd have to worry about that. They had a good day, and. and uh, <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, I remember that, John. <laughs> I have no worries. No, yeah. I have no regrets about placing in any tournament yeah. I've <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm going to focus on running the event and trying to make it, you know, make it a good event. Yeah, and there's a good bar right there at Sand Dollar. So, you know, hopefully you'll be up there. If you, I don't know if you're going to be up there Friday night, but we're going to be yeah, up there yeah, Friday night. Yeah, we're going to be up Friday night. We're going to nope. bring the RV and uh, spend a night right there and that'll be base camp and just kind of hang out and make a weekend out of it that's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of fun yeah. well we look forward yeah. to seeing you uh in two weeks and uh you know uh team uh i think we're team on the water tyler that's right team on the water is, team is on is, the is water a, team on yeah. the water yeah open to interview after off the water that's right absolutely absolutely, yeah. absolutely. well look uh if, for, for those who want to sign up i put a link to the uh, registration page uh underneath this video is like one of the first comments uh so okay. do it that way the other thing is i'm tagged in the uh you know the post the off the water post tonight so if you just click on my facebook page i've got it posted on there so uh hopefully it's easy to to go through and sign up and everything uh, if you have any any uh any problems just you can you know facebook friend will request me and message me or whatever and uh and i'll get back with you and uh, we'll get you set up but it should be should be pretty straightforward. All the event information's on there, but it's pretty standard to what we, um, you know, in the kayak community are used to. That's great. Well, we're, we're really looking forward to it. I'm, you know, it, it, things are going to be kind of slow on the Bayou Coast in until uh, September, October. So it's going to be nice to have something to look forward to over the summer. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks a lot, Clayton. We'll see you in two weeks. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. All so, right. guys, we're getting close to the end of the night here. Uh, just, to, just a reminder for some of our other sponsors out there. Uh, Puglia's uh, Sportsman Store over there in uh, Metairie, they're having their annual tournament with uh, Rick's Cabaret. Uh, it's going to be down in Delacroix. 
I think that tournament is next weekend, next, uh, not this weekend coming up, but next weekend. You can give Pugliese a call for more information. I believe the tournament's going to be out of Sweetwater Marina in um, Delacroix. Uh, you can fish teams. Uh, this is, I think, the third year it's, it's been. Tyler and I, we, we fished it the last two years. Uh, it's, there's not a separate kayak division, but kayaks can compete. I think you can have up to four kayaks in your team as long as you stay within sight distance. It's a, it's a redfish and a trout tournament. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you guys are looking to, to, to maybe do some red fishing in a team format, you can certainly get down there. Um, everybody, I think, has to launch around in the Delacroix general vicinity. But certainly, you can call uh, Anthony up over at Puglia's. Uh, you may be able to get their information online. Uh, they have the registration form. So don't miss out on that. It's a really fun tournament. Um, they do a real nice setup over there at Sweetwater. They've got uh, drinks that they serve. They've got uh, entertainers out there. They've got... Um, really good weigh-in setup, some nice cash prizes. So it's a really good time. So if you get a chance, you, you're looking for something to do, you want to fish a redfish tournament with some friends, that's a that's a great tournament to fish. As always, if you'd like to become a sponsor of Bayou Coast, feel free to reach out to me or Tyler, or you can reach out to our sponsor coordinator, Aaron LaRose. Uh, if you missed part of tonight's episode, you can check it out on YouTube or Facebook. should be available in the next few days. Also going to be available as a podcast. We still have a few shirts left over from... Um, from Patapalooza, uh, some of the long sleeve performance shirts. I think we may have some cotton shirts left. I'm not sure. But if you're still looking for some of those great shirts uh, with the Kraken on it, let us know. Uh, again, thanks again to, to Rad Trasher, John Williams with Pack and Paddle, and Clayton Schilling for coming on tonight. We really appreciate those guys. Uh, and again, our new format is that we will be on every other week. So not next Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. So we look forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, uh, good luck out there. If you have any questions or any comments, you can always feel free to reach out to me and Tyler. Good night, tight lines, and we'll see you next time.